0: I was gonna say, although at this point, I think most of my original video work, I think I still have somewhere, but I know at least like the earliest stuff is probably long gone. But that stuff <laughs> long <sucks>. gone. <laughs> that stuff sucks. So who cares?
1: What? It's,
0: it's okay. Like my early tales of retrospective. I don't need. I don't need that.
1: Oh man, the super passive Darren McPhail era.
0: Man, I remember when you were like monotone. Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn review is the first review where people are like, "Oh my god, you, like you, your voice is so much like emotion now, and it's it sounds so good." And I was like, "Oh, oh
1: man." Here you're welcome. I made it happen.
0: <laughs> uh, and the other guy who gave me some hard criticism on Reddit who said, "You just sound so bored. Do something." And I, I mean, was
1: like, "Okay." You were talking about Tales, so you can't really blame yourself on that one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is episode 24 24 <laughs> jack bauer 24 <laughs> of the gaming blues podcast see this is what happens when you name your first episode episode zero because you're stupid and you're like this is going to be the pilot but you name like you file name it weird and we're at this shenanigans and i'm always guessing like which episode we're on Welcome listeners, this is the Gaming Blues Podcast, the number one podcast of hot takes and disgusting takes. I am your host. How do you quantify a disgusting take? I said, um, Devil Trigger was not a good song.
0: Yeah, that's a disgusting take, you're right. (laughs) That's how (laughs) we quantify it. That's how we quantify
1: it. (laughs) I'm your host of disgusting takes, which you all come back for weekly. Is Andy Shin. I am the Andy Shin. Hello. How are you guys doing? And to my virtual left is the one and only, the sane one, the one with the good takes who balances my, balances out my ridiculous takes is Darren McPhail. I gotta
0: come here to provide my takes.
1: The time has come and so have I. So we are back. You'll never surrender. Pull my trigger. Ah, it's still a weird song. Anyway, we are entering the... <laughs> 10th generation of consoles now yay we are recording this in mid-october that means we're only somewhat a month plus month and a half away from when the ps5 and xbox series x releases that's pretty crazy and to the norm nintendo is nowhere to be found again (laughs) i mean they're playing their own game they're like we all know that you're going to buy one of those and one of ours. We know that this is how this dance goes now. We have no problem being the second console as long as you buy it. It's still money for us. Because when you think about it, the
0: one time they tried to compete with all the other consoles with the Wii U and tried to go, okay, here's our serious attempt at <laughs> HD, and I put serious big air quotes, but you saw how that blew up in their face. Everyone's like, oh, multi games? Why would I ever buy the Wii U version? It sucks
1: but they kind of like redeemed themselves with the Switch. But then again, the Wii U basically was the testing ground for Switch.
0: Although they're really gonna need that new model because people are already complaining, or when I say people, I mean developers, they're already (laughs) complaining about the crazy requirements and hoops to port stuff to Switch. And with new hardware that everyone's gonna be building around, that's gonna be a uh, whole hell of a lot harder.
1: But Darren, don't you like gutted FIFA?
0: I mean, I hear Doom on Switch is pretty cool, but what value does that have for me?
1: Portable Doom. Also, I found out recently that people found out that you can play Doom on those bloody graphing calculators. Doom is I feel big- like that's old news. <laughs> no, like not the good graphing calculators, like the really like basic calculators. <laughs> you can literally play Doom on everything these days. I mean how big's the Doom
0: wad, like Four megabytes? Not even if you can play it on a calculator. I mean, it probably just has no sound, so that probably takes out a lot of memory.
1: Which kind of goes to show how, like, well, take it two ways. It's either the greatest coded game of all time that it's, like, you know, able to be ported on anything, or it's the most basic game of all time that anyone can put it on anything. Take it as you will.
0: I'm just going to say that the, the, the team of the double Johns made the most optimized game of all time. Let's just use that.
1: Which is ironic coming from ID software. Ah, Bethesda. Ah.
0: ID software. Don't you dare say ID. That's a disgusting take right there. <laughs>
1: this disgusting podcast is available on many platforms from your Spotify's. <laughs> Apple you podcast. You could say several. Several. Apple podcast, <laughs> um, Google podcast. Podbean, iHeartRadio, I Think, TuneIn, if they ever food me, who knows. Search Gaming Blues Podcast in your search bar. Find us, follow us, leave a comment, rate us, anything that can help support the show. Provide Andy <clears throat> with your own disgusting takes about his podcast. And I'll come back with an even more disgusting take. Bring it on, internet. So that being said, as I said, we are a month and a half away from... The next generation of console gaming. Yay! You know,
0: I gotta say, it do- It feels like
1: we're farther because trying to
0: get a hold of a pre-order seems impossible, at least in uh, the great Canadian north.
1: Fucking Potter Day!
0: <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like it's such a waste of energy and time trying to track down a pre-order because my mom's been very adamant that I help my 15-year-old brother get a PS5 at launch because he... Started a job this summer. He worked a part-time slash full-time position as a grocer at Save On, which is a,
1: a place I think it's only in Canada. <clears throat> yeah, Loblaws. Um, the yeah. American equivalent <laughs> would be Loblaws. Um, tra- Trader
0: Joe's. No, not even close. Just Trader Joe's is much better than Save On. <laughs> I, I they, have, they have much more useful products I but g- uh IGA? the point being the point being my brother's been working his ass off as at his first job in order to save money for one or both of these new consoles and he has currently been very frustrated trying to pre-order them and I was like you know I'll I'll try because back in the day like when the Wii U came out I got him a Wii U for launch back when the switch came out I got him the switch for launch which It was challenging, but like pretty doable. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But this, like, I've signed up on email like waiting lists, and I've never. The first time Best Buy reopened their pre-orders, before I even got the email reminder, they're already sold out.
1: I think this is. It's like the system's broken. Historically, one of the console generation where it's actually it's actually hard to find one because the demand is so damn high. I can't think of any other generation that this was the case. Can you? Maybe
0: the Wii. The Wii was probably the most equivocal. Yes, the Wii was a full-on craze, and it was people were going
1: nuts trying to get that. I agree. Yeah, the Switch is probably the only one, and I think COVID is also helping because, you know, people are stuck at home; they have nothing to do. And I was shiny... going to say, I feel, like, I feel like it's a thing of people have more time to
0: focus on it and want it.
1: <laughs> focus on buying things at launch. Yeah, what and I mean, it's also a idea. case of
0: I have more disposable time because I'm in a situation where I'm at home more, so I want the new thing to soak up my time. And it's like, that's fair,
1: but production, yikes. And also surprising that the Xbox also having like a pre-order problems. Not as big as the PlayStation, but it is having... Like, the same pre-order problems where, oh, we can't pre-order because bots plus people just, like, showering the pre-order pages. But I think it's kind of sorted out by now. I'm not really sure where the PlayStation is at in terms of pre-orders. Did you manage to get one?
0: No. I haven't. I, I have not. Granted, I haven't put in as much effort as I should have for the sake of my younger brother. But, um. It's been a it's been like on the back burner. It's been a thing of I have basically just been signing up for like just please send me a notification <laughs> like when pre-order like when pre-orders go up again so I can try and mm-hmm. it just always fails. And it looks like it's it's at the point where you would have to line up, but I'm not lining up anywhere <laughs> for freaking new consoles. Because I'm 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 of the particular thought that I'm wanna wait it out and see which of these consoles is better because The Xbox, you have substantial value in terms of Game Pass and how much money you can save on games by just subscribing to Games Pass and playing all your games through that way. And with all the backwards compatibility Microsoft has worked tremendously hard on over the past several years you have access to such a huge open library if you want to go that route with the Xbox. If you're like, you know what? I want to play the Metal Gear Solid HD collection. You can, and you can play it in the highest fidelity format on Xbox. PS5, you have 99% of PS4 games, and then you can pay like $90 for all the new PS5 games.
1: I totally agree on that front. Microsoft has done a very good job where they're kind of making up their lack of like killer blockbuster exclusive which usually define what consoles people get at launch and or down the line with game pass and ironically for us well not ironically but unfortunately for us <laughs> the pass used to be really cheap for like pc owners slash xbox used to only be like what like 7.99 per month but apparently they're doubling down on that it's going to be like $17.99 a month but still it's really good value compared to like, Sony's offering up um, PlayStation Now, which I hear is still, like, a buggy mess.
0: It's not the best.
1: And, yeah, so Microsoft is literally... I'm gam- uh, not gambling. Like, putting everything down on the fact that you have such a robust library from the get-go, and it's somewhat cheaper, and it's smaller than the PlayStation. And the yeah. fact that well, you I'm... can... If, well, let me finish. You, the fact, like, uh, what Dara mentioned, like, you can play classic games like Metal Gear Solid HD Collection, which Darren did a very good podcast on his channel at pilgrim on Metal Gear Solid. You know, <laughs> in this age of the
0: internet, you don't really need to say WWW anymore.
1: I'm a boomer. <laughs> I'm nearing my 30s.
0: <laughs> so you're not a boomer. Be... boomer. If you're a boomer, you'd be nearing your 60s. i getting there boomer.
1: Not Not there yet, boomer.
0: You're a memer boomer. you that's your status. But that's the yeah, I think name. the other thing that's huge about the the Xbox ecosystem that's appealing to me is like when you really break down the numbers, if you go okay, let's say Microsoft releases three major games that are either somewhat exclusive or mostly exclusive to them. Let's say they do like two or three a year. If you're paying 17.99 for Game Pass and a new game costs $90 plus tax in Canada land, You're already saving money on that prospect if you were going to buy those Mm -hmm. killer app games and then because you're in Game Pass, you don't have to go into all these other uh, subscriptions and doesn't Game Pass now include stuff like EA Access and other services like that.
1: Correct. If you're a Gold subscriber, you also get EA Access, which means you get all the sports games and the Star Wars games and maybe the Battle Battlefield games if they feel like it with your subscription. Now, here's my question. Did actually, um, confirm that they'll be getting like launch games on Game Pass? Because it seems like you get them like a couple of months later. Because I remember Gears of 5 wasn't on Game Pass until like...
0: No, uh, Gears was day one was it day that one? was on Game Pass. Yes. So they're and, confirming and the big that... Thing yeah. about Ge- the big thing about Gears 2 is that it was on PC day one.
1: So they're confirming that any launch game will be on Game Pass, PC and Xbox One Series that X. That
0: seems to be the case based off of this past year and change. It it seems like before there was like a brief period where they're like, go buy the game and it went on game pass. It seems like now they've just acknowledged that this is where they generate the most revenue and they pretty much just put their exclusives on there right away. Like master chief collection. When they uh, re-released that, it straight out
1: came on there too. I find it interesting that on our previous PlayStation podcast, we literally bashed Microsoft to death because at that time they didn't really show anything. But it seems like looking, you know, closer to launch, they actually got a solid plan going into it. A lot of people are speculating that Microsoft's going to lose money because the whole subscription model, even Netflix, did lose in terms of their financial gains in their like the first couple of years. I heard Netflix is still losing money, but still profitable by like a, a slightly, you know, above the green margin. So I'm wondering if Microsoft's actually gambling on the fact that this will in in long term will make actually get them like in the positives and maybe like five years on the line. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I think that's definitely part of it. I think they're really banking on really pulling in a lot of people. And I think they're looking to unify ecosystems between mm-hmm. PC and the new system. And by, re- by the, just the way they're doing this, they've retained their current base too. Those who are using Xbox Ones. So they potentially have a really easy... Like scalable plan. If you want to go from Xbox One to the new Xbox, then going to PC, like you, you there's a scalable route that you can keep your games library. Whereas with PlayStation, they have been very vague with the backwards compatibility. They just recently said 99% of all PS4 games, they don't really... You don't know how well they're going to run. They just say, oh yeah, it should run better, but... You know, it might cause errors. You never know. Whereas Microsoft's like, no, like, hey, look at this. Play Red Dead Redemption. And it has better textures and better resolution. And it runs better. And you're like, what the hell? Why can't I play this on PC? And, you know, it's just, it, it makes sense. It just goes, hey, you're putting it in this old game. Guess what? It runs better. And it 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 looks better. It it scales better to your big HD TV. So oh, assuming I think you
1: have a 4K TV. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, I mean, in this day and age, it's pretty hard to not have a 4K TV because that's the only TVs
1: they sell. I don't have a 4K TV.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's on you. Uh, but uh, uh. the other point being, to address how you were saying how we we're shitting on Xbox before, when I still look at these consoles, if I know personally, if I bought an Xbox, down the line, I would get a PS5 because of the exclusives. I I, I like, I already look at Demon's Souls remake and I'm like, I want that. Now that I know that they've locked it to PS5, there's always going to be that want. And Xbox, I don't think we'll ever be able to satiate that with their first-party lineup unless all these crazy purchases pan out, but they're doing a lot of this
1: gambling. So it's tough to say. And we'll obviously obviously do another episode solely on Microsoft, maybe a shorter one. But this is the Sony podcast because I need content throughout the weeks. That being said, Microsoft, you did a bang up job, like, kind of planning out your roadmap for the next gen. So, you got two claps. Good. Well, I
0: mean, it took them losing this console generation to go, okay, we need a plan. I mean, they really yeah. only got their game straight, like, what, with three years left in this console generation? Yeah, something like that. Because it was pretty dire. The ratio of ps4s sold to xbox ones was uh like four to one at one point
1: i think they kind of shot themselves in the foot because they're like all these different skews were confusing and added and like their whole
0: the whole talk of tv it's like the water cooler of tv and games
1: and it's like what nobody does water coolers <laughs> anymore. and people and most people these days cut their cable yeah nobody watches tv it's all about the streaming but Save it for the Microsoft podcast, please. I need content. <laughs>
0: All right. All right. We'll shelf the Microsoft talk. Let's talk Sony. Yay. Let's talk this white Seto Kaiba looking machine.
1: So let's start off the fact that we both live in the Canadian land, the Great North, USA's hat, what have you, the land of the cursed dollar. The PS Five cost four ninety nine for the digital edition and then 629 for the disc version that comes with super ultra blu-ray 4K deep disc drive. That's not cheap. <laughs> for for both, even the disc version is like after tax going to be like 575. That yep. ain't It's not PS3 prices. That ain't cheap. I mean, yeah, PS3 announced 599 before the whole inflation and that kind of equ- what equalizes to $700, give or take. <clears throat> but the whole notion of them actually releasing a digital version from the get go is really I- get go, get go, get go is really interesting to me because they never done this before. Like this is literally them actually trying out a digital only version. And I seems like, you know, the speed of internet going up and everyone kind of has internet. and the fact that people actually just want their game right away instead of going to stores. Maybe that's a byproduct of this, but I'm actually leaning more towards the digital version of this time around than the actual physical edition because I'm not the type actually goes out of my way to actually like buy, let's say used games or trade it in. And I barely watch Blu-ray movies because I stream everything on Netflix. So what's the actual benefit for me other than saving storage, which gets Eaten up by save like install file anyway to like shelve another what hundred uh four ninety nine plus six do the math for me hundred and thirty more dollars to get the disk version, you know? Like, what do you what is your take on this?
0: I mean, we're in a weird place where it's like uh how much data is being stored on the disk to begin with because it feels like every time you throw in a disk, it installs on the hard drive anyway, and then it brings up the whole question of like. You know, when, like, say, for for example, like, Call of Duty Warzone, if you bought the Call of Duty Modern Warfare disk, there might be 80, 100 gigabytes on that disk, maybe, maybe a little bit less, and it installs, like, 30, 40 gigabytes, then the updates come out, and then that's, like, a 60 gigabyte update, so all of a sudden, that disk is kind of just not, it's not a solution, it's kind of just a, like, a bandage to the storage (coughs) problem, so... It really depends on how much is being used out of the disks. And from what I understand of technology, doesn't the game, re- like the game data, read faster from the hard drive than from a disk drive?
1: Correct, since it's the power by a really good SSD this time around.
0: So it seems like the big advantage would be just to go all in and getting as <laughs> much storage space as you can. And theoretically, Depending what your internet situation is, you could just delete and re-download games, but I mean it really it realistically depends on how many games you want to have installed on your PS5 at once.
1: And I was actually surprised. They didn't really say how much storage is going to come with these next gen consoles. I kind of assumed the one terabyte. And looking it up, apparently we're it only like getting it needs to be more. No, we're only getting eight twenty-nine. That's too little. That's little. That's not it's not a lot. <laughs> we're only getting eight twenty nine. And I'm Every not, game is at least like a hundred these days. I'm not sure if this like it's a result of the like the um the next gen ss NVMe SSDs. I'm not it's sure. It's very like it's very likely whatever the operating system is. Yeah, so I'm I'm actually worried that it's actually just a one terabyte,
0: and it's probably just one terabyte. But, but it's it's like, like, yeah, you actually have the, to work the OS drive. Yeah, it. it probably reserves x amount for backup and and whatnot. So
1: and the problem with ps5 is well not a problem i'm not really sure if you can actually expand the hard drive externally because microsoft sells those like memory card slash drives you can like buy but ps5 the only thing i can think of is you get like an enclosure for an nvme drive and just like plug it up to the usb that way but since it's an nvme ssd will it actually get to the speed of like actual PCIe, like um, you know, the actual slotted in version compared to the USB version, you know.
0: Yeah, and they're that's... not they're
1: not offering a bigger hard drive SKU either, which is also kind of weird because they usually do that. I think. Well, the...
0: from what I from what I understand, generally speaking, every PlayStation system up to now, there has been hope, like you know, do-it-yourself solutions to swap out the hard drive. It voids your warranty. But it works, and people did that for the PS4, and people did that for the PS3. So I'm sure it will be possible do- to do for the PS5 as well if it works well. I don't know,
1: but there's especially one because it's <clears throat> sorry, there's go ahead. There's one counter argument to that statement the like this, the off the shelf NVMe drives you have right now, you can like just say uh, you could grab it off of Newegg. It's actually slower mm-hmm. than what the, the next-gen consoles are running.
0: That's what I was going to say. Is like I, It sounds like they have some sort of a proprietary <clears throat> type of drives they're using that are the reason mm-hmm. these things are supposed
1: to be so lightning fast. Yes and no, because during this time of recording uh, Western Digital, a hard drive manufacturer really announced their next generation of mvmes and apparently that's up to the speed of ps5 and xbox one so the market will catch up so these these do-it-yourself type solutions could pan out could pan out but the question is how will it work i don't know yeah i mean how
0: do you even open a ps5 i feel like that white shell is just so
1: weird but wait it's not so weird darren because Sony Nanny. stole red revenue from a bunch of um, like DIY people by actually deconstructing the PS5 on their own video. <gasps> Smart. Um, yeah, so apparently that plastic thing, you just like pry it off. <laughs> it, just, ah. it just snaps off after like taking off a couple of screws. Well, wow, that was loud.
0: Interesting.
1: It just pops How off. How
0: critical is that shell to the operating power of the PlayStation 5? nada <laughs> so if i say for example look at the ps5 and go this thing looks ridiculously long like it won't fit anywhere mm-hmm. i could just pop those off and maybe fit it somewhere
1: maybe they did talk about the little grooves in between the two white parts and the black part and that's where like the air intake and outtake is maybe it's like aerodynamically designed so the airflow is optimal so it cools your ps5 because that thing is a me- like massive behemoth in terms of generating heat
0: I don't know. Like yeah. I don't see how that's going to fit under anyone's TV.
1: It will definitely not fit anyone under anybody's TV. It's going to be standing next to the TV,
0: which kind of sucks. I hate I hate <laughs> I hate that. I love how I can tidy my my consoles right now. So I don't like that idea, especially with a small puppy.
1: Also, two claps to Microsoft for designing the most compact and most stylish console update. <laughs> I mean, it's just a PC case. That's why it's so ingenious. It's a cube. It blends into anything you put it against. And the Xbox series on the digital version is like literally a lunchbox. It's smaller than a 3080. (laughs) Or kind of not. That's not an exaggeration. But still, yes, you're not putting that under your shelf. You could put it, you know, horizontally, I guess. But that thing's so weird. You could maybe hide it behind your TV. (laughs) So anyone that owns a IKEA... Uh, what's gonna call kallax shelf which is like the the cube shelves i actually measured and that thing will not fit in there
0: <laughs> yep that make that checks out it's fucked up i think i was telling my brother because the tv he uses is mounted to a wall that's probably about 12 or so feet off the ground and i was like you're gonna need some uh long cables there oh yeah if you're if you're gonna get that and he's like it
1: won't fit in there i'm like no 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 so regarding that video, they actually, surprisingly, this might be the first time they actually did it. I'm actually super surprised they did it. Cause usually they're like hush hush about like, you know, internals and whatnot. So if you watch the video and do like watch the breakdown, a it's huge. B is huge and C holy crap. That heatsink pipe car, like copper thing is humongous.
0: Everything about the system seems like comical about how big it is. So I'm really curious about the actual performance of the system in terms of heating, because I think something the PS4 is kind of infamous for is that like the UI and like the user, pretty much everything from the user experience in terms, like going to the PlayStation store, switching games, loading up different apps, it's all kind of slow. It all has quite a bit of loading to it. Mm -hmm. I think this past console generation should be remembered as the loading generation because there's been so many loading screens and install screens and stuff like that. There's a lot of waiting around. So I'm curious about how that will pan out. I know they just did a video today about how about that user experience and seemingly it's, it's very quick, but I don't know. I, 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 until I see the PlayStation stores would never been optimized. Well, I remember when they updated it for PS3 and then it like, would crash um but uh i'm curious to see how the until i see the playstation store run on the ps5 i am not convinced by the speed
1: (laughs) it's seemingly seamless trademark
0: theoretically (laughs) trademark
1: um also a fun thing to note about the breakdown if you actually is there's a scene where actually shows like the motherboard that has i'm not sure if it's the ram or the like the processing unit but it's arranged in a way it's like a cylinder with like little slits that kind of you know the forms up a cylinder kind of like iron man's like you know core unit and somebody (laughs) joked about like the placement is kind of like evangelion's like the the seal people and when they show up in those like floating bars around gendo it's literally that circle
0: the elder council is activating in your playstation 5 every time you load
1: a new game the fifth impact is coming in the form of ps5 (laughs) wait ps5 oh fifth impact oh my god oh no. it's end of the world when every ps5 it lights out up they at once. U-
0: it turns out the reason why they had such low production models and numbers was because the ava the not the avas the <laughs> playstation fives were made out of your mother oh
1: my god and they're white too. Like the movie when all the like the prototype Avas were oh, white. Oh, the
0: mass-produced model. Oh my God,
1: they're all white.
0: <laughs> oh my God, when you think about it, those crazy giant white flaps could be giant f-
1: mouths. Oh they my God, you. they're gonna pop off spears and kill everybody. What? Hmm. Mm. Nerd references. See, this will be a perfect place for an ad insert, but I have no sponsor, so we're going to move on. So we're gonna move on.
0: This is a self-sponsored <laughs> podcast
1: anybody that wants to you know promote the podcast i don't care if you're food services vpn i'll do everything but raid shadow legends <laughs> actually
0: not why, why why limit yourself if you're gonna sell out you sell out
1: fine raid shadow legend people if you're listening i'll show off for f- good i, <laughs> I was you were like, gonna say for free i was, I was like, like wait that's, a minute
0: that's, that's not chilling out at all that's not selling out if you're doing it for free that's charity
1: i will show good <laughs> Alright. So, a console is a console, but, Darren, what's the most important thing when it comes to a gaming console? It's all about the games! Oh my god! So, Sony had a historical, I think, good launch titles throughout the generations.
0: Well, PS4 was pretty barren. Unless you consider Killzone Shadowfall some sort of sleeper hit. And I'd say you're probably crazy and locked up in an asylum saying that.
1: Didn't Infamous launch with PS4? It
0: might have. Second Son. Did, didn't it? Yeah, but like it's. It, which was like an okay game.
1: But it launched with Knack. The greatest oh game of all time. Oh it had a knack to be the knackiest of Knacks. Yeah, PS4 was lackluster, but then again. Yeah, I guess, well, I mean, PS3 was good, wasn't it? Or am I was shooting it? myself? Or am I shooting myself? I think you're
0: shooting way? yourself again, because I, I think the PS4 had a terrible launch, or the PS3 had a really rough launch, and it only really caught up later on once they got all their exclusives.
1: Maybe I'm just living in that era where PS2 launch title, it launched with Gran Turismo, I was like, yeah, this is the greatest of all time.
0: PS2 had a fantastic <laughs> launch lineup. Like, Metal Gear Solid 2 came out, like, four months after the PS2 came out.
1: Alright, I'm going to redo all the games that launched with PS2 when it launched. Ready? Mm-hmm. Armor Core 2. Dead or Alive 2 Hardcore. Dynasty Warriors 2. ESPN Games. Blah, 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 blah. Let's see, what else is good? Ridge Racer 5. Silent Scope Smugglers Run. Street Fighter EX3. There Actually, you go. Tekken Tech. See, this is yeah, th- this this sold it. Tekken Tech Tournament launched with PS2. That's pretty huge.
0: That's and Ace Combat Four. It was also a launch title for PS2.
1: Yep, that's all. Like literally, what more can you ask for? It was so diverse. I guess you could ask. Literally,
0: then then you look at the PS5 launch lineup, and you're like, I hope you like cats or open world games, or you want to play Demon Souls again,
1: or a super (laughs) super niche game that's probably not for everybody.
0: Yeah, so I mean, it's it like there's obviously they have mass appeal with some of these, but like in terms of like I'm gonna buy every launch game. I don't think you're gonna get a lot of that.
1: God bless Capcom releasing Devil May Cry Special Edition.
0: (laughs) At least I mean, also also fuck Capcom for not releasing it on PC.
1: We covered this and more extensively on the previous episode of Gaming Blues podcast. Look it up.
0: Please see Gaming Blues episode twenty two. Correct, twenty
1: two. Twenty two. bury the light. Yep. And I guess Borderlands, <clears throat> Fortnite. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I mean that will that will appeal to the twelve year olds. They'll be able to play Fortnite still in four K HD, which they theoretically can do on a PS4 Pro and PC. Yeah, I mean. I, uh... At least you can keep your progress, I guess.
1: You know what? I take it back. Launch titles has been abysmal.
0: <laughs> but there's a big but with PS5. Which and is I'm not talking about those white flaps. I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm talking about this nebulous backwards compatibility. Because right out the gate, if they just go, you can play every PS4 game, or you can play 99 in air quotes PS4 games. If I can immediately play a spoofed-up version of Bloodborne at launch, that's a huge win. If I can play Gundam Maxi Boost On right away at launch, that's a huge win. If I can play Devil May Cry 5 at launch, or maybe they won't let you because they're trying to sell you the special (laughs) edition, who knows? Like... Like, theoretically speaking, if you had a big library of PS4 games, the idea that I just immediately can still play those games, and in some cases, if they are enhanced,
1: that's really appealing. And they confirmed that some game titles will be enhanced because they confirmed that Ghost of Tsushima, which Darren passed on because it was a 30 FPS action game, is going to be 60 FPS. What the fuck? You bought it? It's going to be 60 FPS on PS5. See, that's a huge win. Why'd you buy it? That's a a much better experience. No, no, no. Answer me. Why'd you buy it?
0: Release hype. It's cool. It's fine. Whatever. Also, it looks really good in 4K, but point being, uh, the idea that I can just immediately just not have to buy any PS5 launch games except Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition and just... uh, Play Ghost of Tsushima in 60 FPS. Like, that's super appealing to me. That goes, ooh, that's a good decision. Like, that's how my brain
1: works. It will only cost you $700 of your life.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What's another $700? But the point being, it's still so vague and unproven. Like, they really haven't talked about it that much. And we're getting really (laughs) close to launch. And and so I'm kind of taking the more conservative, I want to wait and see what's going on. I want to know if this is going to be good and works because if it doesn't that that would be like a black stain I think on PlayStation 5 if their backwards compatibility is terrible because you have Microsoft over there with they they went through their trouble points with their backwards compatibility. They went through the long wait for games to get approved and be updated for compatibility. They have it now. And so it would just be really ugly to have like oh yeah Here's Bloodborne, but it runs worse
1: because we didn't do
0: anything to it.
1: I think the move or what will make the most sense is that the updates are dependent on whether or not the developer actually bothers to like release a patch that kind of like uncaps the frame rate.
0: Please Please patch Bloodborne from software please. I can only play it on Sony systems and that game was so terribly optimized. There's that guy Oh my god, Lance Armstrong I think his user YouTube username is. He mm. released he's going to release the, apparently The his Marathon biker. Show. It's it's <laughs> like Lance McDonald, I can't remember what it is. He's got he... <laughs> I was going to say Senator Armstrong, but I stopped uh, myself. Armstrong. But the point being, this YouTuber who, who's done, like, he he's basically, like, torn Bloodborne apart. And he's, like, pulling out all these secret boss fights that got cut. And all this cut, like, lore content. And in doing all that, he basically made a patch for Bloodborne that makes it run at 60 FPS. But lowers, like, some resolution, some textures to make it happen. So, it's possible. So, please just do it just give us 60 fps bloodborne i will buy a ps5 i'll help my brother get his ps5 please
1: <laughs> do you know what their answer is going to be please. buy it again no please buy bloodborne not even for edition not even they're just gonna say we have a bloodborne you know 4k 60 fps at home it's called demon souls oh just buy this game i know There's but so pr different. is going to be like you like bloodborne you're going to love demon souls and all the hardcore and everyone's gonna be like the fuck you're talking about shut up <laughs> <sighs> you you know that's going that's what that's what's going to happen
0: the possibility exists like
1: why they're gonna be like oh like you know demon so look at this like you know better graphics similar gameplay it's a similar not same similar gameplay and it runs at four K, sixty FPS, hundred twenty Hertz. Why do you want Bloodborne to be like a how many year old game? We have this very shiny new Souls game for you. You know, not saying I support that idea, but that's going to be probably like the PR like the It's an
0: easy game. out to say, or they'll go. It won't be available at launch because we'll quote unquote think about it because Demon Souls is
1: out. And maybe they'll be like, oh, we just have a, just enjoy this PC version in the future.
0: I mean. They're never going to release Bloodborne
1: on PC. That's the only, well, next to the original Demon's Souls that hasn't been released on PC, you know that? (laughs) Yep, I do know that because
0: Sony was involved with the publishing.
1: And Sony, well, they released Horizon on PC.
0: Yeah, but that's so far like a weird experiment.
1: I mean, it kind of gauged people's interest, you know? A lot of people and a lot of publishers slash developers are, I think... Are finally noticing that the pc markets pc community slash market, is a real thing like atlas dip, which dip, is dip.
0: crazy to yeah. me because it seems like they're probably like the most active market in terms of purchasing new games
1: i think it might be a western thing too it might not be a it's, japanese it's definitely
0: thing. it's definitely a western thing i know it's starting to catch on in japan but like the west has been full force pc since like yeah 2011 2012 pretty much to the point when everything about pc became super modular like when like basically to the point where you no longer really needed to glue your graphics card in your pc like (laughs) like graphics cards have become so easy to install and pc building has become so much simpler compared to it was like what 2008 like it's like a completely different game and it's and it seems like so many people especially like streamer culture are jumping on pc as a platform
1: Yep, and especially in Japan, I can see that um, <clears throat> competitive gaming is becoming more popular. A lot of Apex Legends and Valor- Valorant? Valorant is like one of the most popular games in Japan right now, and they're recently catching up to the whole Minecraft type. Uh, you know the whole VTuber oh, thing.
0: They were. Uh, they were. I, yeah, I know about VTubers. Yeah.
1: So they have this thing called like the most popular company is called hololive where they have these like anime girls VTubing, and all the games they play are like horror games and then minecraft and because of that it's kind of upping the popularity of pc games and truth be told the most popular pc games right now are games that those you don't even need a good graphics card for fall guys among us fortnite yeah. minecraft it's so easy to get into PC gaming right now, and that's what kind of like caught the eyes of the old Japanese people. The developer being thinking like, "Oh, look at oh, oh oh my oh my god!" I was almost gonna be racist for a second. I was gonna be like, "Was are you going to do like a like <laughs> Jam- a
0: South Park style Japanese accent?" No, I'm too. Can you give me your best Black Friday bundle?
1: Oh my god! You know what? Nobody listens to my podcast. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be bad. Black Friday bundle. <laughs> Oh, these, uh, uh, these are medic engines in the uh, PC game. Maybe we can make uh, more you, money.
0: That whole like PS4 or Xbox One episode of South Park, that has to be one of my favorites. Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> does Bill Gates kill the CEO of Sony in that episode?
1: I think they reenact the whole red wedding from the Game of Thrones, don't they?
0: Yes, they do. And the whole thing's (laughs) themed around Game of Thrones. And they're like... Princess Kenny. (laughs) And and they keep keep walking people through the garden and talk about betraying other people. Oh,
1: man. Listen,
0: Andy. Listen, Andy. This is not about joining everyone's team. It's about you and I getting PS5s.
1: And the guy in the the old, the garden is like, hey, you kids, stop talking to my lawn.
0: Hey, don't trust him. He's been taking kids to <laughs> my garden all week.
1: <laughs> that was the funniest bit. As he spoils the plants. So good. Uh, you and I t- you should totally watch that and just commentate over it as we watch. That- that make-
0: I think the commentary would just be chuckling, repeating jokes and oh laughter.
1: Dude, we're, we're, we're doing it. That's content right there. We're going to watch it and see how relevant it is Isn't in this like time Is that, like,
0: illegal? I don't know if that's fair use. I...
1: We'll just stream it on Twitch. Who knows? It'll be like a watch party. <laughs> Dude, they literally watch like Amazon shows on Twitch. And as the guy, like they watch it with yeah, but the, and but
0: right? Amazon and Twitch are connected.
1: I don't worry. I, I don't make money off of this. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's made nobody's so it's watching cool. and nobody's listening. Who? How are they going to like catch me? Am I they wrong? can never catch you.
0: No. How do you catch that which you cannot hear or see? There's no viewers. Uh, Where
1: Where are we going with this? Oh yeah, uh, uh, Japanese people dipping into the PC market. <laughs> yeah, so I guess
0: that I guess there's a there's a there's a whole thing too because I know we talked about this a bit with the Xbox talk that we're not supposed to talk about, but uh, they have started to really bridge the gap between Xbox and PC, whereas Sony still has a golf and there golf. is a little rock climber. That is the Horizon Zero Dawn port, which mm-hmm. is going to Epic Game Store of all places. Oh, Jesus. Yeah.
1: Does that so, mean, I mean it will come free it, later?
0: Hell yeah. Oh, I mean, it's, it, it means it'll be on Steam later after an exclusivity window, likely. Probably just like Death Stranding.
1: Cool, cool. <sighs> so, yeah. hope The hope is Bloodborne 60 FPS version comes out, patch, what have you.
0: If they announced that, if they had a little press release and said, hey, everybody, one week out from launch, guess what? Bloodborne will be playable with 60 FPS. I would drop everything and try to figure out how to get a PS5.
1: I think it, w- it would make sense. Because, oh, here's here's my theory. You know that the the PlayStation Plus people for PS5, not PS4, will have access to the PS4's greatest hits library. Which includes Bloodborne. And among other games. What if they said every game within that greatest hits will get a like the enhancement like patch to it?
0: I mean, wouldn't that make sense? Because those are some of the best selling games, and you're probably gonna have a hard time selling people a new version of that. So just saying, hey, here's a free upgrade, buy our new system, invest in this hefty this hefty hefty price to get a system that would be such a good way to onboard people that would it would make perfect sense but
1: and just comes with your playstation plus
0: it's yeah which you pretty much have to have for online yeah and hope they don't up the price on it
1: which i heard they will
0: they probably will because everything's more expensive yay
1: (sighs) well let's go back to the more positives that we can look forward to so, I haven't beat Spider-Man yet, because I'm waiting for the Game of the Year edition to go ch- even cheaper. <laughs> but, Darren- You not played it, period? Nope, I'm waiting for it to go cheap.
0: God, you haven't played- There's no point in you buying a new system. You don't- you haven't played anything from the PS4
1: generation. I never said I was buying a PS5, though. Why are you even talking about it? You're not gonna touch any of these games. God damn it. I'll touch yours when you get it. <laughs>
0: I don't like how that sounds. Point being, I have played Spider-Man, but I have not beaten it
1: <laughs>
0: But I own it, but I haven't beaten it.
1: So that's a launch title with the Miles Morales add-on slash standalone game, what have you. So that's something to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, let's just go through down, down this list. We get Sackboy, A Big Adventure yay <laughs> we have godfall which is basically borderlands with swords boo. And shit.
0: you can only they just they just got revealed that you have to always be online to
1: play that game boo it's diablo 3 all over again boo yeah we Ooh, get, the diablo 3 launch woof oh my god that's a topic right there um bug snacks uh i don't know
0: how to feel about bug snacks it kind of creeps me out
1: did you ever play octodad
0: no because i looked at this and said this feels like it's made for let's plays it feels like it's made you're meant to watch a streamer play <laughs> this and not play it yourself all
1: right astro's playroom I'm not sure how, i mean any of these are launched isn't that free the playroom it, it's not even a game it's a tech demo yeah. yeah, I was going to say, it probably just comes pre-installed on the PS5. So and, you know, so I'm just going through down the list of the games they announced for, like, The Dream, launch, right. Yeah, theoretically. I'm, we can safely assume um, Call of Duty Cold War will be launched. Yep. Um, Destiny 2 DLC, who cares? Fortnite, yeah. Borderlands mm-hmm. 3, PS5 version, sure. DM- sure,
0: maybe it'll be as good as the PC version, Oh, Hey, LOL. hey.
1: Uh, DMC 5 SC confirmed. Um, any sports? Yes, games, there it is. <laughs> any sports games that are can, like it'll, it'll come out. Like there's no mm-hmm. way that EA won't make it come out. Since you don't play sports games, I can only comment on my end for like the FIFA series. Yes, it's coming to next gen. But then again, sports games are just—it's a sports game. Like, and let's be real, if they're probably going to rush out
0: their sports games this year to make it for the launch, so it's probably not going to be a great year for that game.
1: Like, FIFA runs fine right now anyway for PS4 and PC, like, what's the point of getting it for... Next gen, except for the more sweat maps on people's faces. Oh my God. That's, that was like a plus point when they announced like the NBA was That was a disgusting trailer. I'm sorry. Maybe (laughs) they'll
0: like even go further and be like, at this point, if you don't like get your, 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 uh, players to like take breaks and like, you know, switch out with different lines and stuff, uh, they get too sweaty and they get sweat in their eyes and they play worse (laughs) and we track that all through the power of this SSD if your player breaks a finger, your controller will not press the buttons because it's reenacting. Instant, (laughs) instant, instant player swaps with the fast loading times, the PlayStation five.
1: If you chuck the controller, you can fire your coach in real time. (laughs) Um, yeah. So, I mean, launch title wise, the fact that you get demon souls at launch is like
0: big enough, I think. Yeah. But here's the thing. It's also a game. A number of people have played before like i feel like i feel like most people excited about it are people who are really familiar with like the souls games in general or who
1: have already played demon souls i don't think that's a lot of people though like people actually played demon souls back in the day demon souls had a huge resurgence after
0: dark souls came out hmm Like They tried to close the servers like maybe two years after the game came out because it didn't sell that well, but then Dark Souls became this huge hit. And then they kept the servers open for like six or seven more years because it just always had a resurgence of players.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to people breaking this game through GDQs. But then again, that means I have to get a PS5 to play it, so maybe it will not happen. (laughs) Uh, All right. So enough... Well, we we could talk about more games, but there's no games to talk about, but (laughs) (laughs) funny. So let's talk. Well, here's one I wanted to ask you in particular. So every generation, the obvious difference is like the graphics are much better, right? And you see more stuff on screen. So this generation for PS5, the most notable thing to me, or at least they're trying to promote is like number one. Is always you know obviously it's better visuals and two we have so much bloody spec power you can do anything and see that controller which has which gives the developer the affordance to actually lock a button from working on purpose (laughs) and kind of like with the game you're playing i think that's a crazy aspect that they can actually lock you out from pressing a button physically I mean, the question is, will huh. they do that? They already confirmed for some shooting games where like the gun will get jammed or something. But I think this is also prying onto the level of six axis where like, oh my God, you can have gyroscopes and fly planes, but not oh my even... God, you can move the controller and fly your dragon uh, in and layer. And turns out nobody really wants to do that for hours on end.
0: It turns out layers like
1: the worst game ever made. Turns out it was a gimmick. I mean. The under underlying question is this, like what are you actually looking forward to this next generation?
0: I don't know, <laughs> that's the big thing. And that's I where we end next- on, thank you very much.
1: <laughs> 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 we have no idea, end.
0: <laughs> I mean, we don't, I feel like this is the f- closest we've come to a console's launch and know the least about these systems. Even though they've had like breakdowns, I feel like I still can't make an informed decision about these systems. And the PlayStation 5 seems more like of this nebulous question mark because I don't know what value I'm getting out of it. I don't know how good this backwards compatibility is. I don't know how the PlayStation Store will launch. I don't know about the storage situation. So I just feel like like it's just so much better to take a wait-and-see approach. And because of covid and per, like the production issues it just screams to me that these launch versions of these systems are just bound to have some sort of crazy red ring of death type issue it just seems like this is if the, if are going to happen to any console launch it would be
1: these two systems i can guarantee you overheating will be the number one factor of these break, like consoles breaking i bet like in the near future no red yeah, well, I mean that's all. That's all
0: that red ringing was.
1: <clears throat>
0: was it? I thought it was like yeah. more like if you... one of the solutions was wrapping your system in a cold towel.
1: Um Yeah. So maybe I don't know. PlayStation will get red lines of death, and Xbox will just blow up. Huh. Maybe it will actually <laughs> that's vent. <so> extreme. <clears throat> actually... One of them gets red lines, and the other one just explodes in your living room. Or it will actually, you can see smoke coming out of the vents on the Xbox Series X.
0: (laughs) I Um, mean, at least the PlayStation 5, they would have somewhere to funnel that smoke with those freaking giant plastic white flaps.
1: We need a better name for that.
0: (laughs) I mean, has Sony given an official name?
1: It's a cover. (laughs) Stop calling
0: it flaps. I mean, that's what it looks like, though. I'm just calling it as I see it. Oh, my God. So, Andy, are you going to get one of these systems at launch? Are you going to buy a PlayStation 5 at launch for that Gran
1: Turismo? There's no Gran Turismo at launch.
0: (laughs) I mean, it will be out at some point, TM.
1: Here's my philosophy on consoles. I will always wait for a limited edition and or slim version of a console.
0: What if... A month down the line, they have a Devil May Cry 5, PlayStation 5.
1: DMC 5 PS5? <laughs> I mean, come on. Come on. This just is working out. I mean, what's it going to come with? Like, what's it going to look like? Is Like, are you, are you just talking about it's going to come bundle with the game or...
0: And it'll probably have like some sort of cool insignia of like Virgil on it, or maybe the whole they reshape the flaps to look like a devil trigger or something. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay.
1: That's a stretch right there, but sure. I, I like I like where your head's at. I like where your head's at.
0: <laughs> it could happen.
1: Um Yeah, like right now I have no reason to get it. To be honest, nothing to play. I already have all the games I want to play on the PS4. I just got to actually play it and not like the dum dum that I am, and they're still in shrink wrap. But I am also curious as to how they're going to shrink this console down into a slim model while trying to contain all the heat sinks intact. Because that heat sink, I'm not sure if you can actually shrink that down, if that's like the like this um standard they're going with like we need this amount of heatsink to cool the system and if you go anything less uh, it's they like... they
0: will wait they will wait for some part to release in the future that solves that problem.
1: Some magical Japanese alloy?
0: They will wait until they have just stuff that will work.
1: I'm also kind of seeing similarities where like remember when the PS3 first came out? And they had this all talk about like this is the most powerful console ever we have this new cpu that nobody can develop for it comes in this unique yeah shape i i'm not sure but I'm, I'm getting the same vibes with the ps5 as i'm as it did with the ps3 in terms of that whole vagueness and mysterious like veil that's on top of this console like nobody knows what it can do like all the developers are hyped for it but like consumers are still like feels like we're not, Sony's not being completely transparent.
0: I mean, you're also at the point where it's the hardest to market. There's no crazy outlandish leap in graphical quality. Mm-hmm. It's something that you could only really gauge in person. You can't really appreciate it watching it on older technology. Like if you have a 1080p monitor that you're watching a 4K trailer on, you're not going to appreciate
1: the differences. That's my life. Meh. Wow. Pleb? oh shut up! Your 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 monitor is still 1080p too. It's just a TV 4K. I,
0: I have two. I have a 4k monitor and a 1080p 144 monitor.
1: Yeah, first gen 4k monitor. Boo, a TN panel. Boo. Hey, it still looks good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but I literally see. Well, for one thing, I don't have a 4K TV, so why bother? (laughs) So I have literally zero reason to be excited for next-gen right now because I don't have the necessary components to enjoy the next-gen gaming styles. I mean, I will say, having a
0: fairly new 4K TV that can support a lot of these new specs makes it really tempting. I mean, hey man, yeah. you see Ghost of Tsushima in four K, and you're like, "Holy shit, <laughs> this is a pretty game." And then you're like, "Hey, Darren, don't you want to play this at sixty FPS?" And it's like,
1: ooh, yes, I do." Oh god, when that game comes up for PC, and hopefully I have a thirty eighty at that point. Uh, uh...
0: Then you'll be you'll be forty five, and you will already not play it.
1: So fifteen years left. Okay, that sounds plausible. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess the two of us actually present a two different demographic. Like one person who actually can enjoy the experience and the other one is just literally waiting to see what happens before actually diving into the next-gen Kool-Aid.
0: I mean, here's the thing. I have everything I need to be ready to jump in and enjoy it, but... You can't find one. (laughs) Well, that's part of it. And the other thing is I don't necessarily... Have the desire to. I. don't. I don't there's not. There's no single factor with the PS5 that makes me go over the top. Like that X factor could be a crazy Bloodborne patch, which seems really um, dreamlike. It seems almost impossible. A dreamlike,
1: much like spoilers.
0: Uh, well, it just seems like I, I need that X factor to, to get one of these systems to really push me over the edge. And I think the X factor in terms of the Xbox is looking at the game's Pass and like what becomes available to you there. And the idea of going, hey, I'm going to play a game with my friends on my PC. And then if I'm tired or whatever, I'm going to go upstairs and just keep playing on my huge ass TV with my speaker system. like that's, that's cool. But I don't necessarily think another five five to six hundred dollars is necessarily worth that and with the ps5 if they have their crazy huge beautiful exclusive it's like what is that exclusive how long until that exclusive right so for me personally i think both these systems have value but right now in a world where these are everything's just becoming a pc it's hard to uh be excited about these, these new consoles, I think.
1: I love how we'd even touch about Final Fantasy sixteen. I mean, who cares? It's not going to come out for at least two years anyway. And that's what we're ending on. Thank you very and much. And it's multiplayer. <laughs> oh, no, Sony has exclusive rights. Oh. I, I mean, they should. They didn't announce it on their thing. So let's just and let's just say the next gen is a gigantic question mark at this point. If you want to get it, by all means, go right ahead. But as history has shown me otherwise, it's always better to wait. And good things comes to those who waits in form of a slimmer console. <laughs> Alright, and that's where we actually end this podcast on. I said jokingly we were ending this podcast like four times already, but this is where we end on. I'm trying to keep the podcast at an hour point because that seems to be a very good digestible amount that a person can listen to that being said this podcast is always and will be available on many platforms that you desire spotify apple Podcasts, google podcast podbean and every other source you can think of search gaming booths podcast on your search engine follow us comment us like us spread us do whatever you want with it (laughs) Do whatever you it want makes, listeners. It
0: makes us sound like an S like a, a S T D Wow. I you, you could spread just us. Spread
1: it all around like COVID, I don't know. <laughs> uh yeah. Right now the plan is to release one every Friday. By the one this came out, another episode would've came out beforehand. So maybe it is episode 24, 25 or something. You know what? We're just gonna call it the Playstation five episode version two. And look forward to that every Friday release. Um, Let's see. Let's go with Darren first. Darren, what have you got going on in your life?
0: Uh, Currently, Andy uh, mentioned and alluded to this before, I just recorded the Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty gaming pilgrimage episode. That will be going up on my YouTube channel. It is currently available to be viewed on my Twitch, although that had some connectivity issues. So I'd recommend checking, by the time this is out, that should be going up shortly thereafter on my YouTube channel, The Gaming Pilgrimage. Otherwise, stay tuned to both my Twitch and YouTubes for uh, the Fire Emblem 7 Iron Man, which has been a fun, challenging romp through one of my favorite games. And I think that's pretty much it for me right now.
1: And I am still pondering on what the hell to play on stream right now. I'm mostly focusing on the podcast, as I actually got a production schedule for once. And the goal is to consistently release episodes throughout the year, and hopefully we can do something special at end the end of the the year, like we did last year with the Star Wars episode. So look forward to that, and we might have something planned for Halloween, as both um darren might join me on me playing resident evil 2 that's the current plan we're not haven't solidified it yet but once we do we will announce it on the various platforms i am also pondering the idea of playing on nuzlocke but we'll see where we go from there uh, follow me on twitter at last blues twitch last blues youtube last blues simple and clean thank you very much darren for joining me for this episode and we will see you next episode where we probably will talk about Xbox. See you then.